Today's show is brought to you by Audible. Audible is offering our listeners a free audiobook with a 30-day trial membership. Just go to audibletrial.com stuffpodcast and browse the unmatched selection of audio programs. Download a free title and start listening. It's that easy. Go to audibletrial.com stuffpodcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's edition of the Star Wars Stuff Podcast. My name is David. I'm Colin. I'm I'm oh, Brooke. man. Oh. <laughs> I waited. I well, waited. I was like, oh. well, <laughs> either right, way, yeah. I'm Colin. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, yeah. There was a decent amount that happened. Well, I guess David is really going to lead this week um, because. Besides the High Republic, there hasn't been that big news. And I don't think that anything large is going to happen until maybe late spring, going in, in, into like May, into May 4th, and we'll get more announcements and stuff. But um, there is some stuff and rumors that that, that we've heard about um, for the third season, The Mandalorian. And um, yeah. And apparently Max Rebo lives. Yes. That's a very important <laughs> detail. <the> <laughs> So I got a question for Brooke. How many times? Yeah, how many times a day does Colin talk about Max Rebo? Probably less than you'd think. Yeah. It probably he gets in like spurts. Okay. So if he's on his spurt, he'll probably talk about it a lot. Yeah. Cause like look, I mean, like I keep telling you guys, he's a very interesting character, and uh um and those are the characters that really intrigue me that are in the background. Well, or something great about Star Wars is that pretty much every background character has a story and it's so interesting. And, uh, and his character is so cool to me because of, he is not that traditional normal character that has like a normal life. Like he gets paid in food by Jabba and, 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 and then he eats some of the food, but like he gives most of it to his family. Like, I think that's, Cool. He is an honorable person. There you yeah. go. <laughs> um, so, I mean, do you like his character design? I mean, is that kind of what I mean? You like? Do you think he's cute and stuff? And well, and his keyboard's awesome. So obviously, yeah, yeah. So, so fun fact. I, I, I think I've talked this. Uh, I think I've talked about this before. But, uh, but his, um, uh, his original design was like his like hands, like for playing the piano, was actually his feet. And uh, uh, and and the and the original design for it um, was that he he was going to be puppeteered by two people, and one person w- would have the left side of the body, and the other person would have the right side of the body, and then he, he would have like no hands; it would just be his feet. So um, so w- w- when he sat down, then he would be able to use his you know feet as his hands and stuff. But it was a really interesting concept, but. Um, people on set thought it was so difficult, so then they just changed it. Um, but it was so cool that so so much of of the thought process went into this character that was on screen for maybe like ten seconds. Yeah. Like, it's 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 incredible. No, the amount of love that went into the Star Wars movies is just 
just yeah. never ceases to amaze. So yeah. it's really cool. And 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 on top of that, like you know, there's not that much going on this week if we're if we're talking about Max. <laughs> this this <laughs> if that's how we start off, <laughs> oh no, it's downhill from here. Uh, but yeah, I I kind of want to thank all the listeners and everyone that contributes on Patreon for everything that they've done. I mean, it's our Audible sponsorship has been a pretty big success uh, with uh, the Light of the Jedi coming out and the Test of Courage, the High Republic. I mean, it's it's been pretty pretty great. People signing up on Audible, and also on Apple Podcasts, people giving us five star ratings and writing reviews. I mean, we've had a ton of those lately. So, just want to say thank you to everyone out there listening. And I've read a lot of the reviews, and most of the consensus is they they like. They like it when we like kind of banter kind of like this and have fun and just laugh. And I think people get like really kind of entertained by us. And uh, a lot of people say that, I mean, they listen to us at work and the day goes by a little faster. And I'm always kind of astonished by that. And it's like, are we that entertaining? (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes it feels like we're not as entertaining, but apparently I guess we are. I don't know. It's just kind of a candid thing (laughs) (laughs) but yeah i mean thank you so much for for listening subscribing contributing on patreon but the first thing the first topic i want to talk about is the mandalorian season three there's a rumor that they're going to start shooting in april which would mean we would not get the series until 2022 kind of like what we discussed in previous episodes but it seems it seems like, yeah, there's going to be a real concentration on the Book of Boba Fett, which probably started in season one of The Mandalorian. I know we get the stories of Rosario Dawson coming in and her seeing her image on the wall, which is still kind of incredible that we didn't get spoilers for that in season one. We got kind of got it before season two. And then there's actually a video that she released where she's in the makeup chair and going through the whole process with yeah. their airbrush painting her skin orange. And then she has like the template they put on her face for the uh for the white markings on Ahsoka's face. And she actually wears like a cap, like a skull cap that has her hair in it. And those those videos, I've I've seen those videos all my life of people in the chair spending eight hours in the chair trying to get it all on. But I think. I think the process for Ahsoka is is around two hours, I think I heard. But she did kind of a time lapse, and it's pretty cool. You can see it on her Instagram, I believe. I hope it's still there. Um, um, do you have any idea what the uh, the time was for, like, The Hobbits in Lord of the Rings? Because I know that was, like, a four-hour process or something crazy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, those, uh, um, them, them doing the whole thing of putting on the feet every day was a huge process be uh because of i remember watching which david can probably can contribute to this because i know him and i are big tolkien fans but the um but the the appendix that they have for for the entire trilogy is i think i think it's almost 40 hours long like of of like of all the behind the scenes stuff because it's like they put so much work into those films and the behind the scenes work for that was incredible. I don't know why we're talking about like the Hobbit and Lord of the Rings right now, but um, uh, it's um, like people don't understand like how much work 
goes into um, bringing these characters to life. Uh, um, I mean, w- when you see like Ahsoka, like it's just like, oh, like, oh, that's an awesome costume. But think of how much of a process it was to actually do all that stuff with the airbrush and, and, and stuff like that. Like it's a lot of work. It's very expensive. Um, and, and actually makes you kind of appreciate people who put a lot of work and, uh, into their costumes and cosplays and stuff for the final first Legion and all that. Um, so it is a lot of hard work, but at the end, when it's all complete, it looks amazing. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, like Colin said, I'm a huge Peter Jackson, Lord of the Rings fan. And I also did love the Hobbit as well. But to go back to the feet thing, they actually had just like the sole and like the toes of the feet. Yeah. And they they went around the foot and they glued it onto the foot when it was really kind of should have been obvious that to just make the foot and the leg as one big sock. And that's what they did in The Hobbit. So Elijah Wood, when he came back, he wore like socks that were like the shin all the way up to the maybe a little bit past the knee or a little under the knee. Yeah. And the foot of course was attached and yeah, for prosthetics, I know there are stories where they would go like a 12, 16 hour day, take off the feet and just flip it over. And it would just drain like a, like a bucket of sweat. Oh. Would just fall out. Oh. So yeah, it was pretty disgusting, but <laughs> yeah, it, it's, there's so much behind the scenes stuff, so much love. That's why I fell in love with movie making and i think i've talked about it before that once i saw star wars as a little kid on vhs there's a huge just break in time in my life i guess from the late 80s to pretty much Ah, 97 where i was waiting for the next star wars to happen and it never really happened it never came it was kind of kind of confusing um that's how special star wars is and not until the prequels and then lord of the rings came out um i didn't i don't feel like we got anything cinematically that lived up to what star wars kind of promised us for the future and then of course we have the mcu now which which is incredible and we have a podcast now called called the marvel stuff podcast yeah Th- that was a great plug by the way um uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I if you guys haven't um uh, watched it yet there um uh, there is the th- there's a documentary that is like about all the behind the scenes of the phantom menace probably one of the best um the behind DVD the scenes documentaries, yeah yeah it's called like, the beginning, right? Because yeah, yeah, and first, the opening crawl was the beginning for episode one. Yeah, and yeah. they just go into so much detail. I mean, and if you're really interested in a film, I highly, I highly recommend watching it as well because it does go um, behind the scenes for like, like not just like having the actors there and stuff, but but how the movie's made and 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 how much work like it really is to bring these. Um, characters to life and and bruce characters to set and all the traveling they had to do and and with tatooine and the pot racing stuff was a nightmare because of the weather like i highly recommend watching it because it's a phenomenal uh thing to watch yeah i love the lightsaber choreography part too they talk about yeah that. i'm pretty sure i've seen what you're talking about it yeah it's cool what, yeah. they, what they went into to like you know 
make Jedi in their prime. Like, okay, what does that fight style actually look like? Because we didn't really see it in the original trilogy. And oh my goodness, it's 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 fun to see. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah you get a very young Ray Park as Darth Maul, and you get to see Ewan McGregor's enthusiasm for playing Obi Wan Kenobi, which should get you really hyped for the Kenobi series. Yeah. Uh, one of the funniest things from that is is when he actually gets to choose what his lightsaber is is actually look like and just seeing his enthusiasm of being like this lightsaber it's mine it's just like that's like every kid's dream of of being in star wars and then being able to pick your lightsaber and uh so if you haven't yet go watch it i believe it's on disney plus too like if you go to the bonus features for oh uh, is it I, I I I think so. Wow, if that's if you're right about that, that's that's special. I need to look. Yeah. Up. Well, I think I it's also on YouTube. Say. You can just go look it up on YouTube. Oh yeah, and watch it there. Yeah. As well, I think that's how I've seen on, it in the past. Yeah, it's on the DVDs, but I always found it kind of odd that it was so arbitrary that they rolled up a chest of lightsaber hilts and they're like, "Okay, you and pick your lightsaber." How uh, uh how fun would it be to to have that job of being the lightsaber guy like on set of just standing there and and then they're fighting with the with the lightsabers and uh and then the pole bends and and then the guys on standby and and then he has to like have like lightsabers on standby for the actors and then you were getting paid for this like how cool would that be yeah, before but so before the Force Awakens happened, I was wondering what kind of technology they were going to use for the lightsabers for that film, and it's totally different. It's like another universe compared to what they did with the prequel trilogy, because in the prequel trilogy they actually use like steel rods, and they would fight with them and they would clash, and then they would bend after a while. So they had a guy over in the corner straightening the blades. But with the Force Awakens, they used something more akin to like a Force FX lightsaber, where they actually had the physical light and you had the reflections on the actors. So all that stuff didn't have to be added in post; it was already there, which helped out the animators. Oh, and I thought that was a yeah, I thought that was a pretty cool thing that they did. And I'm pretty sure on the Mandalorian it was the same way. I know when we saw the uh, the gallery season two, we saw Ahsoka's white blades. Which of course, I mean, it's a white light. I mean, it's going to have a, a huge kind of effect on on whatever uh, the environment is. But you know I, I, had... was, I was super glad that they embraced the concept of actually having something that we all kind of own in our house—a Force FX lightsaber. Yeah. Do you know if they had issues with durability? I know there isn't like crazy lightsaber duels in the sequel trilogy, like there was in the prequels. So I'm curious if they couldn't have done that in the prequel trilogy because they just needed like a durable steel blade. Right. I believe. Yeah, I believe they took. My understanding is they took the existing Force FX lightsabers and they made them more durable. So they're not exactly what you can buy in stores that they're custom made. Right. They just kind of um, engineered into the future what the what the Force FX lightsaber of the future would be. Um, And I don't think. Trying to think back to the behind the scenes, um, they might have incorporated battery packs into them um, and wiring in some scenes, but I think overall it was pretty free flowing. I'm, I'm thinking back to the Last Jedi where 
regardless they could have they could have used like the force effects style blades yeah. for yeah. like 90 percent of shots and then if they needed 10 percent, they needed a more durable solution yeah. they could just cgi that but that's still super cool to think about them holding like a, a glowing lightsaber on set that's got to make you feel cool as an actor too oh yeah yeah, like yeah. I, 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 I mean, uh, I remember watching the d- documentary, and L- Liam Neeson said that he got um, scolded at by people on set because he would make the noises, like I'll be like, how can, how can you not though? Like, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> oh man, yeah. So I mean, I think that being an actor, um, uh, and uh, and then. You know, going on set, dressing up as a Jedi and using a lightsaber. Yeah. Yeah. Cause like of, I mean, of just having that experience, I I think is every like kid's dream. But the fact that you're getting paid for it is even better. Like, I mean, I'm thinking the, I'm thinking the cast members over at Disney who are playing, uh, who hang out with stormtroopers and Kylo Ren and stuff. I, I feel like that's like a dream of just a walk around and get paid for that like that is amazing um to to interact with um people as something that you enjoy so much i i think that's incredible so uh, i think star wars has created so many opportunities for fans to actually get in the field and do what they love doing but with star wars and it's i i I love star wars so much um i mean because it really has um, given people so many opportunities um, uh, because Star Wars has inspired them. So I think that uh, that any actor who is lucky enough to get on set with Star Wars, um, they, they they need to milk the crap out of it because it's not going to last forever and it's 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 going to create so many great memories for the future. Yeah, so Katie Sackoff actually just did another interview on a, or actually a podcast with uh, Michael Rosenbaum, the guy that played Lex Luthor on Smallville. He has a pretty good podcast, and he brought her yeah. on, and and she talked about the whole process of her coming to Hollywood. She, I believe, she's from, she's not from Canada. I believe she's from Oregon or Washington State. Um, so when she became an actor, when she was, I think she started at age fourteen. When she got an agent, she told her agent that to when she was looking for jobs that she needed to like basically kind of research and figure out what she wanted to do. But if it's if anything Star Wars related came up, it was like a yes every single time. She said she'd play a rock in Star Wars if they asked her to. So of course, when Katie Sackhoff played Starbuck in Battlestar Galactica. Dave Filoni noticed her and thought that she would make a great Bo-Katan. And of course he cast her as a voice in the animated series for the Clone Wars and kind of like tongue in cheek, jokingly, he kind of, they talked about her coming back as a live action character. And Katie said that it wasn't until celebration. I think when she was signing, she ran into Dave and she kind of like elbowed him and, said hey when are we going to do the live action bo and like kind of jokingly and it's now a reality and it's kind of hard to believe that it's we have all these characters now in the play. yeah um so it's it's an incredible thing i mean it's i guess it's just living this long now i'm almost 40 i mean i've 
seen a lot of different things. But like I said earlier, there's been a lot of huge gaps in time for Star Wars for me personally. Because I've I waited so long to get the prequels. I waited so long again to get the sequels. And now we have the TV show. And I and I waited pretty much since 2005 when I think the rumors came out where Kevin Smith was going to direct a live action Star Wars show for Fox, the cable channel over yeah. there, broadcast channel Fox. And of course, that never went through. I guess that was maybe just a rumor out. Maybe at the time they would have gotten Kevin Smith, but I think I think as time passed, he's done less and less like acclaimed stuff. But I mean it's just it's it's weird to be right now in 2021 and to know that we have the TV stuff going and we're gonna get more films. And I mean, I had a really bad feeling leaving the theater back in 2005. I saw the very first DLP projected film in the state of Texas in Austin, which was Revenge of the Sith. And it was bittersweet because I thought that this was it. I was like, okay, well, I guess we wait until <laughs> before morbidly enough, George Lucas passes and passes on Star Wars to someone else and they decide to make the films. But always in the back of my mind, I was like, Star Wars is a cash cow. It's like, why wouldn't people want to make money off of star wars and of course i mean there's a negative way to look at it there's a positive way to look at it right now we're getting a lot of content a lot of content with high republic and all the new films that are coming out and all the new series and the mandalorian was just unbelievable unbelievable that that happened and it's still happening and the rumor is they're going to shoot in april and it's kind of like, where do they go from here after the reveal, the incredible, shocking, still kind of unreal reveal of Luke Skywalker in this show? It's like, what do they do? How do they top that? They're going to have to top it, right? I mean, I mean, well, I, I, I believe I think you and I talked about this the other day, but the rumors going on right now is that the bounty hunters from the Empire Strikes Back are going to be showing up in, in, in the book of Bubble Fett. So like Bosk, IG-88. Um. Uh. Um. The other Orlam, Zuckus. Yeah, <laughs> Dengar. So like those. I mean, what John Favreau has done and Dave Filoni has done with the Mandalorian is is they have made something new, but they have given us a lot of fan service, and I think bringing Boba Fett in fully was a smart idea, and. And that just end scene of seeing Luke Skywalker and then, you know, having an after credit scene, which in Star Wars we really have never had, um, of just going back to Jabba's palace and then seeing him walk down and just own, like, the role that we've all been building him up to be, which is this complete, like, uh, guy um this complete like just monster who just goes in and just knows exactly what he's doing and um and 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 he just plays the role of a bounty hunter and he just takes out a bunch of people um that's something that we've been wanting to see bubble fett do because of and empire strikes back we like saw him for a bit and it was kind of built up like captain phasma was built up to be this really cool character and then in episode eight she just you know just gets killed 
like very easily. And that's what kind of happened with Boba Fett and Return of the Jedi. But what the Mandalorian is doing it um, is it's redeeming that character. And I think the fact that now he's getting his own show is a perfect way to kind of um, redeem him from you know, getting uh, dropped by and then and then hitting sail bars and then rolling down and then getting eaten. I I I, I think I think the show is going to be great. I think that uh, uh, that I don't know if it's going to top um, the appearance of Luke Skywalker in The Mandalorian, but I think it is going to bring a lot of more people in um, to the um, to knowing about Boba Fett even more because of again he was built up as this cool character, but then that got completely trashed in Return of the Jedi. So I'm thinking that like we'll see more. Um, of this darker side of Boba Fett, hopefully. A question for you guys. I'm just curious. Do you think we will see the death of Boba Fett at some point in light? I think so. Star Wars stuff. Do you think they'll give him like a proper send off? Because he's not in the sequel trilogy, obviously, right? No. So do you think that they will give him like an, a better conclusion, I guess, to his character? Or do you think he'll kind of just go on? You know. I don't know, because like just because he wasn't shown in the sequel trilogy, I guess you could still argue that yeah. we, we don't know really, because like honestly, he's he not necessarily like, like a good guy, <laughs> so I don't really see him like he wouldn't be fighting. So yeah, I agree with Brooke. I mean, just yeah, because we didn't see like the sequel, fend for himself, kind of dude, like probably just out doing whatever. Yeah, because I like I I mean I know that uh. I know that we see a glimpse of the Razor Crest and Force Awakens, and I, um, well, I mean, well, of that same ship design. I think David, you, you pointed that out to me. I think it was a different ship. It looked a lot like the Razor Crest. Very similar. You got the Razor Crest in the Rise of Skywalker. Right. 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 Well, I mean, I mean, I mean it's just like the Falcon. There's a bunch of YT fourteen hundred freighters out there. Right. In the universe. I mean, it could have been anyone in there. It could have been a different ship. I mean, right. In uh uh in Star Wars Battlefront two, um, if you're playing on on Takodana and you go to like a different part of the map, you actually see the same ship as Slave One. And my theory is is that if Boba Fett did die, I think that that Slave One would be passed on to to Din Djarin, um, uh, uh, because of I don't see him just remaking the Razor Crest like how they did in the first Guardians of the Galaxy, where where like their like ship was completely destroyed and then they ended up making like a complete new one, but it was the same. I don't think they would end up uh, doing that with the Razor Crest. I think he would end up getting like Why a not? whole. Well, I don't know. I, I, I mean that ship. It I fell apart a million times. It was like, iconic. Like I think it was. It back oh yeah, I could see him rebuilding it yeah. exactly the same. Like if you've got something you like and you know, like yeah. stick with it. He'll probably. Yeah. You guys think he'll get a new ship in the next season? He's got to get something. He like can't walk. Because <laughs> my guess is that him and Boba Fett are going to part ways, right? So then he's kind I think of so. stranded in the galaxy. I guess. I feel like their partnership was a, uh, you know, just a, a necessity. I don't really see them seeing eye to eye in a lot of things, so I doubt that they're like a buddy buddy. Yeah, and I also spent eight hundred dollars on Razor Crest, so that thing better come back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I um, I uh, I I think we ended up building the Lego Razor Crest, and then like a couple of weeks later, they blow it up, and I'm just like. <sighs> You didn't think like, wait a minute, I could do the same thing. Brooke, <laughs> yeah. get into 
come record this. Yeah, geez, no, because like, like I, I, I mean, I do think that I do think that ship was iconic. I, uh, I, I, I did love the Razor Crest. I thought it was great. I, I think someone is actually building a life size version of the Razor Crest right now. I, I, I think I saw that. Um, but, but yeah. it's it's made out of cardboard, but and it looks pretty good. <laughs> cardboard. Yeah. Am I looking at a different one? No, we were looking at the same one that like guy is using like like look like wood to me card cardboard material they're both like wood based so yeah so cardboard is wood oh oh (laughs) (laughs) ianced but uh who keeps telling me you can't put science in star wars and he gets mad at me no 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 not science not science you cannot put logic into star wars oh no you've you've specifically said science well i i Okay. Every time I point out a breeze in space or the fact that there's fire in space with a lack of oxygen. It's Star Wars. Exactly. Yeah, sounds and stuff. Yeah, no, it's 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 bound to happen. Like I I mean if 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 you go to Star Trek, it's more realistic. Like I mean I don't watch Star Trek. Well, I'm just saying. <laughs> Cause I yeah, so the whole point of Star Wars is to escape from reality. So of course it's not gonna have all the real stuff. This is what our life looks like on a daily But yeah, no, um, I forget what we were talking about. Razor Crest. <laughs> yes, that's right. Um, I, I mean, I wouldn't mind them bringing back the ship, but I think if maybe he, if Boba Fett passed on the on Slave One to uh, Din Djarin, I think I would be okay with that. Um, I just, I mean, or if they did bring the Razor Crest, don't bring it back in the, in the exact same way. Like maybe do a mod on it to make it more um, new. Um, I just don't want them to bring back the exact same ship. Like I, I would rather have them have more guns on it or something like that. Because yeah, they, they would, yeah, they do something like that. They would, yeah, yeah we'd probably do some upgrades if given the opportunity. Yeah, because of that, like ship went through so much, so much crap. <laughs> Yeah, I'll be honest here. I did not like the design initially. I thought it was like kind of plain, interesting, and very kind of. It was from like an older era, and I just I wasn't digging it. But it grew on me, and of course, like I said, I bought two of the Haslab Razor Crests, and yeah, I, I it really kind of I kind of did fall in love with it a little bit. And kind of like Grogu, the name Grogu. I didn't like that name at first until yeah, it did yeah. grow on me as well. So I think that's just part of the whole magic of the first Star Wars TV show in The Mandalorian. It's like they knocked it out of the park. They did exactly what I think we all kind of wanted and hoped they would do. And it's just kind of unreal because the sequels, I mean, you look at that and we all, I think, had our hopes that it would bring Star Wars back. And it did. It did in a certain way. Um, But... I don't know if it's just because of just the general fandom or what exactly the fact that the internet exists and it's so prevalent as it is now and people love to complain about stuff. Oh, but yeah. it's the Mandalorian TV show. It, it hit all like major quadrants of people and now it's baby Yoda. People, people in the future are going to look at Yoda and think that's oh that's adult Grogu you know yeah. it feels oh, like that, that might disgusting. happen. Don't even. 
Is that an old version of Grogu? Oh man. Whoa, like I oh okay. Um something that I think is funny is that um is that they they do kind of explain in the show of where the timeline actually is. I get so many questions about what the exact timeline is for the Mandalorian. Yeah, I'm um, glad you brought that up. Yeah. Is it five years after? <laughs> Sam. <laughs> yes. No, yeah, the, well, well, so we gotta talk about this because a lot of people think it's like six years, seven years, eight years after. I don't know where, where people are getting this exactly. Yeah, but they've said time and time again it's five years after. Okay, yeah, so I was right. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> five years in season one, six years in season two. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And uh uh and and again, this is, you know, five, six years after Return of the Jedi. It doesn't take place after The Force Awakens and, and the sequel trilogy. It doesn't take place before The Phantom Menace, which I don't know how you could get that wrong, um, uh, because Stormtroopers and stuff didn't exist before The Phantom Menace. So, And, and I've, I've, I've gotten some questions about that, and I thought that was interesting. But no, it takes five, and six, um, uh, five years in Season 1, six years in Season 2, after the Battle of Endor and Return of the Jedi. Yeah, so one of my buddies that I invited to go see Rogue One, once it ended, we left the theater, and he was like, I hated it. I'm like, what? He's like, he's like where was Ray? Where was Finn? I'm like... <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that doesn't take place during that time. I said it takes place before the original film. And he was like trying to do all the math in his head. He's like, oh, okay. He's like, I gotta watch it again then because I was like, and he was like, Where's the opening crawl? And I was like, Yeah. I I kind of agreed with him. I was like, we should have got an opening crawl. Oh, that that's an interesting thought. I I actually like that they didn't. I like that they separated. I like that they have like, you know, the Skywalker saga all has the crawl, and then kind of all the Star Wars story, you know, movies are kind of their own thing that right. like doesn't lock them necessarily into like the star wars framework of those they can do different things like for instance rogue one was more of a war film you know it's a little bit more a little bit more intense than you would see like mm-hmm. in a standard star wars movie so i like that they break off in that way but they still yeah. have a long time ago in a galaxy far far away right i'm pretty sure that's still at the beginning yes 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 they also did that for solo um mm-hmm. uh i like that a lot that ties it into star wars but not like mm-hmm. you know the episode number and then a crawl right because yeah. I, I i i mean they um they ended up doing that for for a couple of the games because if they did that for the campaign for uh for star wars battlefront 2 they like had the opening crawl for that and i think they um i don't think they had the opening crawl for a jedi fallen order i don't think so no? they have the crawl in the lego games well, yeah, well, of course. <laughs> which which that is coming out um, very soon. And there's 300 and playable um, 300 playable characters. And I believe there's 34 or 35 um, open world planets in that game. Um, so that's, that's a lot. I, it's super exciting. And like what, and, 300 play, uh, characters, playable characters. Like yeah. Characters. Ooh, yeah. I think the, I could name Genevieve. 300 characters. Yeah. The um, that game is going to be phenomenal and on top of that that game is going to be like a first glimpse in, into like a open world um star wars game because of when the actual open world star wars game comes out that's what everyone's going to be talking about because that's something that we've been wanting for a while i don't know if it's going to be like a gta type style where like you'll be able to roam the streets of tatooine and you'll be able to 
do a land speeder and oh, like that's my that's my goal. I yeah, I know. Like I'll get somebody <laughs> yeah. to speeder and throw them out and jump in. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll be like, ha see you. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, I am super excited for the future games for Star Wars, and then I'm related. They're also doing Indiana Jones, which is pretty exciting too. So, yeah, no, mm-hmm. for sure. There, so much Star Wars stuff. It's been so long since I've gotten into a good video game. Really, the only one I ever played as a kid was Kingdom Hearts, and I could go on forever about how amazing that game series is. So I'm excited for all these new games to come out and to get into another new yeah. game. You are still trying to play uh, Jedi Fallen Order. Yeah. Well, I started it, and then we got myself an old Xbox, and I didn't want to get too far and then have to like start over. Yeah. So I stopped. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, you, you guys talked about games, and I just kind of had like a flood of memories come back to me. And I have something in my hand that uh, Colin has actually held in his hand. And he's actually. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. What is it? I'm so excited. <laughs> like, oh. Show us. Show us. So back back in the year of our Lord 2017, when I met Colin, yep. the way I met Colin was via this. And I still I can still vividly remember Colin in line in front of me. Like he didn't turn all the way around. He just like turned his head back. It was like looking at me like, what is this dude doing? But I pulled this out of my backpack and I was like, hey, guys, I got trivia. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And oh my gosh. Yeah, that's that's how I was able to get in line with Colin. <laughs> yeah, because like like yeah, our so mutual friend how, Craig brought me. That's how I in. got him too. I love <laughs> trivia. <laughs> Live trivia on stream. That'd be, that'd be something. Yeah, yeah. So um uh so the way that happened was uh was that I got in line and uh and then our friend Craig, um, uh, his uh, his brother was also looking for a spot in line. So so I started talking to him, and then slowly, um, uh, uh, people in David's friend group, like Michael and all of them, like kind of started to pile in. I'm like, who are these people? Um, <laughs> uh, and and David just wanted to break the ice, so so that he wouldn't feel more guilty of kind of of kind of being in line in front of all these people um because of when you do that kind of stuff like people will get on you being like hey no cutting um uh because of this was for the 40th anniversary panel so um this was like a really really big deal and so many people could get into that panel and so many people could spend the night and and they got there and then david just pulled out these flashcards and then we just um, s- something great about celebration, I'm um, in about conventions, is that if you're in lines like for a while and you're talking to someone and you both have like the same interest, you really feel like you've always been friends, and that's how it felt with meeting David, um, uh, and Craig that's and all. So sweet. Well, I mean, I mean, well, it really was. I mean, because of um, because of we we didn't know each other. We got in line, and three hours later, we were laughing about uh about corn muffins in the morning like at like at 3 a.m yeah yeah so 
Thanks for that. It, yeah, so um, it it really is a special experience, and I've been telling Sam and Brooke and and everyone who hasn't had that experience yet is that celebration. You're a Star Wars fan. You need to experience it because it is one of the closest things that you ever get to be being in the Star Wars universe besides going to galaxy's edge um because of your seeing all these great costumes and 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 you're seeing like people who have made these films and the actors and stuff like it is a phenomenal experience and and being you know less than 100 feet away from the guy who played jar jar banks i mean that is an amazing experience so i highly recommend everyone doing their best to get a celebration in 2022 because 2022 is going to be the year of star wars like it, it, it really is, and um, uh, and if you never experienced celebration, then that one is probably going to be like your best experience. And my favorite experience will always be um, uh, will always be in 2017, but 2019 was very very special to me, um, because of I I I not only had the chance to go with people that I knew but I had the chance to experience something so amazing again with the people that I met in my first celebration. So if you haven't yet go and do it, it's amazing. Yeah. And I guess I'll give my side of the story as well, but yeah, Yeah. just like what Colin said, I mean, it's not so much what is at celebration. It's the people you meet almost. Yeah. That's what the secret sauce of celebration is because you can turn to the left, turn to the right. You could just start up a conversation with anyone about any random niche thing in star Wars and you'll get responses and conversations back. But to go back to how Colin and I met, we had a mutual friend. Did, did you know Craig beforehand? Nope. Or you, okay. You met him in line. So I had the star Wars stuff, Facebook group back in 2014. Craig joined that. He contacted me via messenger. He said, Hey, uh, we can work together. In line, if I leave the line, you can say my spot, vice versa, go get food, go to the restroom, whatever, because we didn't know what was going to happen, really. Uh, so I was like, yeah, okay, cool. And he's like, I live in Orlando. I'm like, even better. I'm like, get, get in line now. He's like, what? Get in line now. I'm like, yeah, there's probably a line. He's like, no way. He's like, yeah. I'll go drive by there and just check it out. He drove by there. And he's like, oh, my God, there's a line. And so he went back to his house, got all this stuff, got in line. And then he told me, I'll save you a spot. But of course, I had other people in the Star Wars stuff group that were like, hey, can you save me a spot? I'm like, "Uh, maybe. I don't know. Probably not. But they still showed up. And we all kind of like grouped in together and just kind of, they just like gravitated toward like the trivia that I pulled out of my bag. But uh, since I do have the trivia out, I'll ask some trivia questions. Oh, no. I'm scared. (laughs) I'll, I'll start with the. I think I think it's a softball. I don't know, but uh, what was Queen Amidala's birth name? So not Padme, obviously. But like Padme. Yeah, it's Padme. Her Pad full name. Amidala? Like middle name. I don't know. What I guess technically. Well, this is claiming her birth name. Birth name. Padme Queen Amidala. <laughs> Queen. I know Queen for is a fact middle name. Colin it was meant to be. I, yeah, I know for a fact Colin knows this. He's just not giving the answer for yeah. whatever reason. It's too early in the morning. No, it's Padme Nabiri. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Because we do know from like special features, I guess, that she belongs to the Nabiri family. And they actually had actors 
for her mom and dad that played. Yeah. The beer, so. Yeah. Yeah. They, uh, uh, they actually filmed this entire, uh, um, scene of, of Anakin meeting a family and attack of the clones. And then they cut it out of the movie, but, but we do see her family in the end of revenge of the Sith at Padme's funeral. Right. And this trivia, this box of trivia I got, I got it from five below. And I didn't think it was oh, no going to be this hardcore, but I'll read some of these like super sweaty questions. What ruler of Naboo did Queen Amidala replace? Ooh. <laughs> uh, these these Padme questions would be perfect for Ray, honestly. <laughs> She'd probably know. Yeah. I have no idea who ruled Naboo before. No, no clue. It was King Varuna. Wow. Does that ring a bell? Anyone? No. 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 It does not. (laughs) I mean, like, are these all referenced in some capacity in, like, the main Um, movie? They were, I mean, that kind of stuff was really not in the movies, but in the the novels and the books and the comics. Yeah, of course. Yeah, Yeah, that's right. My knowledge. Okay, here's one that someone should get. How old was Anakin Skywalker when Qui-Gon Jinn and Padme Amidala happened into Watto's junk shop? Nine. Yep, that's it. And 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 the main reason why is because of if you listen to the lyrics from from the saga begins by by Weird Al, um, uh, he says when when he was nine and she was fourteen, yeah, maybe they'll get married someday. Oh yeah, funny. <laughs> yep. I would have guessed ten. I knew he was in that ballpark, but I didn't. No, uh, he was nine. So here's actually another Ray question. I'm I'm kind of curious to see if she'd get this one right. What was the ceremonial red mark on Queen Amidala's lower lip known as? She would probably know that. She honestly would probably know yeah. that. I have no idea. <laughs> you wait, 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 wait. Um, the next time Ray's on the podcast, have all of these Padme like questions ready for her and see if she can actually answer them. Yeah. Okay. Do you want me to tell you the answer or give you multiple choice? Uh, Ooh, give, do a multiple choice. Okay. <laughs> okay, it's A, B, C, D. A is the tier of Tydria. Ooh, that sounds pretty. That sounds promising. B, the scar of remembrance. Ooh. C, the scar of the Great War. Two scars. Okay. Okay. D, the tier of Theed. Two tears and two fears. I'm probably gonna say the tear feed. Final answer. No, I, I like, don't. I like the you don't, tear. from your. I'm going with A. That was it. Felt right. Felt right. One of the scars. I think it's one of the scar ones. Which one broke? Oh, what no, were my options again? <laughs> no. Okay. B. The scar of remember remembrance, and C. The scar of the Great War. B. Yep, Brooke is right. Ha! The scar of remembrance. Scar of remembrance. <laughs> right, there, you there you go. Didn't know. Didn't know. <laughs> I'm right, well, relatively good at multiple choice. I was just thinking, this is this is Star Wars news. There is a new uh, Star Wars thing coming to Disney Plus on February 19th. Can anyone guess? I say that one more time. February 19th. There's a new Star Wars something coming to Disney Plus. Is there? 
Muppets, guys. Come on. All of the Muppets. Muppets. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, the, uh, um, they are probably going to have the episode where Mark Hamill actually showed up on the Muppets. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I love the Muppets. Be, uh, because of he was promoting Empire Strikes back at the time. And he shows up as Luke Skywalker, and then he actually shows up as Mark Hamill, and then uh, uh, and then actually on screen, like Mark Hamill meets Luke Skywalker. I remember that. Because mm-hmm. I haven't seen that episode, because I haven't seen any of the original Muppets show, but I'm a huge Muppets fan. So uh, if really? I don't know if I have either. I don't know. The original Muppets show? It's, I, yeah. I've tried to find it multiple times, and I've never been able to find it. Um, to watch yeah that's exciting so we're talking the whole catalog is gonna be yeah. five seasons, five seasons yeah. of the show and there are five seasons okay see i was a big fan of muppet babies which was an animated show and ah. they had a really big star wars episode where each one of the characters was a character from star wars oh, okay. and they had clips of the film like intercut between some of the animation it was kind of interesting we gotta do a react for uh for uh, <laughs> let's do it <laughs> well i mean well, yeah i was gonna say i know we still have to do the holiday special you can watch so. that every time it doesn't need to be, it doesn't need to be christmas it doesn't need to be life day yeah i don't oh, know can we watch that <laughs> well yeah uh, i couldn't make it through once yeah, not, I, I showed you. I was gonna say I showed you for the first time in in 2019, and that was honestly really funny. Yeah, but I for I me had, to watch your reaction. I made you skip some of it. I couldn't do it. Really, <laughs> uh, um, the other news in other news. Oh, yeah, in other news. Colin and I are uh, going to Galaxy's Edge next week. That's exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, if you guys are going to be at Galaxy's Edge, um, that's where Sam and I will be. We are doing the... Tell them what day. Uh, Thursday, February... 4th. 4th. Yeah. Okay. And uh, and we are going to be doing Savvy's lightsaber workshop, which I've never done before and Sam's never done before. So we're excited for that. Uh, and we are just going to be recording everything. Um, we'll be doing a bunch of live streams uh, and we'll have like a full. We are doing a full vlog of, of our trip. So you guys will, will be able to see. And if you're there, say hi to us. We're going to be wearing our Star Wars stuff podcast shirts. Oh, yeah. Super exciting stuff. Super good. Yeah, we couldn't get our reservation at the cantina because this was a super, super late uh travel plans yeah um, no no like super late like try yeah it was like less than a week uh out yeah let's go to let's go to galaxy's edge next week um yeah that's so some credits i canceled because of covid so uh now i can yeah. fly free for you in quotations i guess because i already paid for it like a year ago um but uh yeah it'll be great so, yeah no uh i told sam as a joke i i was like yeah he is uh um so i was talking to brooke and she's going to fly to michigan to go dress shopping and i told sam as a joke i was like hey you know how about you fly to florida and we can just have like a guy weekend he's like oh okay and and then, and then he's like colin are you actually serious because I'm, I'm i'm actually thinking about it and i was like yeah so he's like all right I, I i just bought my plane ticket i was like yes so yep 
So it's maybe awesome. what you guys should do for the stuff that you didn't get reservations for, go up to the people that are working those places and say, hey, we're the Star Wars Stuff Podcast. Here. <laughs> well, I'm listen. sure you've well, heard of us. Yeah. So, there's only two of us. So yeah, and uh, and check in on it. We might be able to get it. And you're going to be like, but we got the shirts. We got the shirts. Yeah. And on top of that, we actually do. I think we know someone that actually works at the cantina, Sam, right? Uh, do you remember his name? <laughs> no. <laughs> or um, are you talking about the other girl we ran into? She yeah. Worked- um, she was working at the milk stand the last time I think we saw her, and uh, but the first time we met her, she was working at the cantina. So the yeah. redhead girl. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I recall her. Yeah, uh, and and then our um, well, my roommate, our our roommate. Oh, um, your roommate. Our All roommate right. uh, works at the Rise of the Resistance, so we'll and probably see her too. Run. And she alternates run. between the two. Uh, her name is Emily Harding. She's pretty cool. So, she is pretty cool. Disney. No. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm 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 super excited to go back. And now I think they have a couple of new things that they're selling over there too, because I think they have um a baby a, a, a baby Diagonoa that they sell, like in this con- container type thing. I think it's soft for like 35 bucks or something like that. And then the other thing they have is is the Jabba's Palace um, drinking cup as well. Okay. So, yeah. I'm sure. saying this and David looks puzzled. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. He's trying to see if he can get a flight too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what if I actually was there and I like surprised you guys? And like... I, I, I told you, you can totally come. I told you that. If, 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 if you have nothing going on from, from Thursday to Sunday, totally come, man. <laughs> I'll probably do something like that. I'll just show up and just shock everyone. <laughs> That'd be a wild. That'd be a trip. <laughs> that um um uh that almost happened for the um for the early screening for the for the last Jedi. I I invited David, um like I think a couple of days like right before, and David was actually debating on it, and he's like, I hang on, I have to go talk to my wife, and I I just remember just my cousin and I were laughing because he was actually debating on going. <laughs> well, it was Chris, right? Um uh well uh. Chris actually oh, didn't show up Adi, to the last Jedi. Adi, yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It, it was my cousin Adi. Yeah. Yeah. But I did do it for the Rise of Skywalker. I yes. Yes. And you know yeah. what, Colin? You have no idea what I put my body through for that. <laughs> hey. 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 I, you do, I not, you do not even, I, th- I don't think you can comprehend what I put my body through. <laughs> I, I was a good host. You. Yeah. Um, I know you're a great host, but I'm just saying that. Yeah. I had never put my body through something <laughs> like that. I mean, I've talked about it before. I'm a person that needs like at least eight hours of sleep, okay, to function. Yeah. I think you all you guys know that now by now yeah. by looking at my last <laughs> series of text messages. But yeah, I stayed awake for like 36 hours at one point. I was in the Detroit airport and I was like looking at the train that was taking people like to their terminals and i was like that's ridiculous who would need a train and i look <laughs> down i look down like the hall and i'm like this one hallway is bigger than my hometown i think i'm gonna get on this train <laughs> and yeah. yeah i was watching people just like walk by me and i'm like i can't believe i'm this tired and i've been awake for this long 
I wish but, I really wish I could have enjoyed it more, but I don't think I really could sleep the night before. No, or maybe I got a little bit of sleep. Then I had to wake up early for my flight to leave Austin, and then I cannot sleep on a plane. I, I just cannot do that. So I couldn't sleep on the planes. I couldn't sleep in the airport. And then finally, when I got to sleep, it was late at night, and of course, I wanted to visit with Colin, and it was just yeah. ravaging to my body. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, uh, and and um, you got put in a like a very tight corner, like at at the actual theater, and I felt so bad. I found a VIP seat that was open, so I was like, "David, you need to move there." And you're like, "Okay," and that, then you got there, and then I, I just saw you get more happier be, because I know if you watched the movie in that corner, you would have been so upset the entire time. Um, maybe. Yeah, but there's something there's something that happened that I didn't tell you. Oh, what? I'll, t- I'll tell you now. So, did you talk to your sister afterwards? Did no. she mention anyone? Okay. No. So I so I feel really bad about this. Um, <laughs> what did you do? <laughs> so yeah, I was kind of it was in the middle, but I was on the wall. Okay. And I was looking back, and your sister and I think her husband were sitting next to me. Yeah. Along with another family member, I think. I think uh, that was, was my dad. Yeah. That was your dad? Yeah. Oh my God. I feel like <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So, th- so this is what happened. So I was, I turned my head, I looked, and I was just kind of like looking around, just kind of taking in. Yeah. Like the scenery and the people and the fact that it's the last film in the sequel trilogy. Yeah. So you're like, David, David, come here. And I was like, okay. I had all this stuff on me. I There was like trivia done and I won like a poster. And I didn't want to bend it. So I had that. I was juggling that and I had maybe a bag or something. I don't know. I had popcorn, I think. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to remember back. I'm trying to make all the excuses <laughs> I can here. <laughs> so I'm usually pretty good with like, I guess maybe not now as much as being athletic enough to like avoid things. Oh, no. But of course, I mean, like I said, like my body was like totally done. I was done, you know. So you're like, David, come sit over here. And I was like, okay, it's in the middle. It's in the center. I'm going to go sit over there. I'm going to do it. I mean, it's it's, it was like the VIP seats, right? Yeah. So I was like, okay, he's he's bringing me over the VIP seats. So I'm like, okay. So I get all my stuff. And I'm thinking it's it's a private screening so I can actually leave something if i can't take it I'm like, oh I okay yeah so i think i did leave some stuff and i was like i can just come back later for it so i get up and of course my i i have zero balance i have like very bad allergies and i don't know yeah. if it's in then i have my allergies right now it's it throws off your equilibrium so yeah. you lose your balance you lose your balance okay so i get up and it's the traditional situation of having to walk past people that are already sitting down. Oh, geez. So I get up and I'm just like up. And I think your sister and her husband are just looking forward. And they're like not paying attention to me at all. And I'm just like standing there like, excuse me? Yeah. And I get no reaction from them. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to have to try and walk and navigate around them. (laughs) 
So I slowly make my way yeah. across the aisle there. And I, st- I think I step in between either, I can't remember if it was your sister's husband or your sister. So I get one foot. I have a size 14 foot, okay? I have huge feet. Yeah, yeah. So I put my foot in between their feet. And yeah. the owls are really small, okay? <laughs> so I get one down. I'm like, okay, I'm good. Here we go. So I move my right foot and I lose my balance. Okay. Oh no. So I, I, <laughs> step, on I step on someone's foot and they didn't really react. And I was like, okay, I didn't get them too bad. So I take my other step, but I, in the process, I'm like starting to fall as well. So I'm trying to keep my balance and my hands like have stuff. I know that. So I step well, on someone else. What, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it was just like a comedy of errors and, I finally stumble out of the aisle and I'm like, I'm so sorry, but I never got a reaction from them. So I'm not sure if they got mad or what, but, and I never told you this. So <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I so ask I, your sister about the dude. Cause I don't think I really met your sister. No, ask no. Your sister about the dude. She may still remember. I don't know, but I know I stepped on like three feet. Something that's like funny. that. So, yeah, that's, that's funny. Yeah, no, I, I, I guaranteed that that at, at, at that point, like I know, I know my dad. Um, he, I was gonna say, I know one of the first things that he told me when he got to the theater, he was like, "It's past my bedtime. Why am I here?" Oh. I'm, I'm, and 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 then I was like, "Dad, it's the last movie." He's like, "Okay, all right, all right, let's do this." So, so, so at that point, he he was just like, "It's fine. It's fine." I don't think that anything that would have happened to him it really would have affected him. I think I I, I think when that was happening, I think Lily and Boston w- were talking to me or something like that because they never mentioned anything to me and and I don't remember this happening. So either I wasn't s- sitting in that spot where it happened or whatever. But I just realized that that this whole conversation that we've had about this is less than five minutes. <laughs> So I might have been stepping on like a purse or a bag. I don't know if I stepped yeah. on their feet. I mean, I could have been stepping on that stuff. But they just like didn't like realize what the situation was. And they never really moved or anything. Maybe they didn't see me. I don't know. It was kind of dark. I don't know. But I just felt <laughs> kind of bad after that. I'm like, I just stepped all over Colin's family. <laughs> well, well, guys, there you go. That's the tale of David. Being a, a siblings and my brother-in-law's feet yeah <laughs> yeah yeah geez yeah yeah you know, uh at that whole experience uh um for the i mean I, I was really lucky to have that access all those years for all the new star wars films coming out like of that of those early screenings um uh and i i don't know i i just think of of um if you're young listening to this and you have a chance to go work at a movie theater, go do it. Um, because if you do learn m- more about films and then on top of that, you also get a bunch of behind the scenes stuff. So if, if, if you're young and you want to work on a movie theater, do it. It's a great experience. Uh, but I think everything, right? That's all I have. So Yeah. <laughs> Even though Sam's been quiet for 10 minutes. Um, <laughs> he was listening. This story was new to him, too. I was like, what's going to happen? Oh, 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 okay. Fun fact. I did know Sam at the time, but Sam actually was not there. The uh, um, uh, yeah. his, uh, his his brother, Glenn, was there. I don't know if Annie was there. 
I believe Amy was also there. Yeah. Yeah. Sam, where I was, are you? Um, I was at, I, I, I used to go to school, but I graduated. All right. Oh, at, uh, in the upper of Michigan, <laughs> Michigan Tech. And um, so uh, I ended up watching it because it was during finals week and I couldn't come home and then go back for more finals. So oh, I okay. ended up seeing it in Houghton, um, sold out theater when it came out. So those okay. were the yeah. bummer. But yeah, that was my problem. I wasn't willing to drive 500 miles each way during finals <laughs> week, unfortunately. Wow. So, I know. Do I even like Star Wars? <laughs> I, 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 I mean, David flew across the country to like go see it at the small theater and have and be for 36 hours. If he can do that, so can you, Sam. Yeah, I know. I know. I, I failed you. <laughs> yeah, it, it, yeah, it was pretty much what you told your dad, Colin. I was like, it's the last movie. Just do it. Just fly all the way to Michigan to a state you've never been to. Go to a place where you've never seen. <laughs> and <laughs> the only person I was going to know was Colin. And then I met your buddy Chris. I think yep. right. Yeah. No, no. Yep. You. Well, well, I. Well, I. I. Well, no, we I mean, knew you Chris from Celebration. Yeah. I'm trying to get yeah. the timeline and, in my head. And those stories were, I mean, like the like stories that we have at Celebration. Some of them we can't tell you, but, but. <laughs> I'm wondering what but, stories are you thinking of, Colin? Um. Uh. Think well, of we the. Can't tell you. Well, I. Well, I'm gonna give you a subtle hint, and then David's gonna laugh. But uh. Um, uh, the, uh, the chew, um, it's the one where like Chris says something about Chewy. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, that's <laughs> not that. I mean, listeners are going to think, Oh, what, what happened? But yeah, yeah no, it's... you wanted a Wookiee cookie said they were chewy. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. I'm here all week. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, we kind of tease listeners with that, but yeah, that was like my best hardest laugh. I think of 2019. Oh, great. Right. And yeah. James said the same thing too. We we spoke yesterday. Yeah. And yeah, I mean it was it was hilarious. But I mean, I'll I'll never forget that time in Chicago. No. Yeah, cuz I I mean, Star Celebration is is just a phenomenal experience like all around and it's a great way to meet friends and and dive deeper into Star Wars. But uh, but uh but yeah, um I I I think that's everything. Yeah. I huh? think that's uh pretty much everything but of course yeah audible like i mentioned at the beginning of the podcast check that out audibletrial.com forward slash stuff podcast also uh we're on instagram of course yes Um, please go follow follow us on instagram we we post cool stuff um we are super close to 2,000 followers and that's our next goal so if you can please go follow us it would mean a lot to us and and something that we really haven't advertised, but I think we're number two in the world that talks about Star Wars, like for podcasting on Apple Podcasts, which is pretty huge. Yeah, there's like an algorithm out there. It's not based on number of listeners or something necessarily the amount of reviews, the amount of listens, but it does contribute to our standing. Um, how soon we pop up when you do search for Star Wars on Apple and Spotify. But yeah, we're the second podcast that shows up. And I was thinking about this. None of us have like degrees in journalism, right? Or hey, anything in communications. I have an I IT do, degree. Technically, but... oh, I have a degree in communication, but you know. So that's one out of nine people. So I think we're doing pretty good. I carry good. this podcast. <laughs> oh, do you? Okay. Well, we learned something new about work today. <laughs> 
And yeah, find us on Twitter at StuffPod, Instagram, of course, at Star Wars Stuff Podcast. We have a Facebook group, Facebook page. You can leave us a voicemail on anchor.com. You can search up Star Wars Stuff Podcast and mm-hmm. do that. Uh, also, email us whatever you want to, costume ideas, suggestions for the podcast at Star Wars Stuff Podcast at gmail.com. And of course, review and rate us at Apple Podcasts. You can't do it on Spotify for some strange reason, but you can do it on Apple. And uh, a lot of you have done that, and it's been great. So, yeah, I think that's uh, pretty much it. Oh, also YouTube. Subscribe, yeah. like on YouTube. We've got a <laughs> lot of YouTube. subscribers. There might be a vlog coming. So, yeah. yeah, might have a pretty extensive vlog coming, right? Um, so, yeah, we've gotten a lot of subscribers on YouTube. Every podcast that we've been doing for the past couple months is on YouTube, so you can actually see us connect the voices to the faces. Um, and I think that's pretty much it. Well, without further ado, my name is Khan. I'm Brooke. I'm David. I'm Sam. Hashtag Max Rebo lives. Oh. The force be with you always. always. <laughs>